everybody. It is Christine here again with the Co-Living Code. We have Josh Martin, who is the head of business development at Outsight, which I know a lot of people know about Outsight. You guys are globally known, and I've had a lot of friends stay at some of your guys' properties, especially the ones in San Diego and Los Angeles. Uh, Josh actually also used to work at Remote Year. Um, so he was with them for about a year and a half. Now he's been with the outside team, you know, heading up all of their fast growth for the past year. So uh, let's go ahead and bring you in and just kind of talk about like how you got into this world of remote work and digital nomads and co-living. So uh, yeah, let's take it away, Josh. Yeah, yeah thank you. Um, so it's been, uh, it's been a really fun road. It's It's kind of wild to think it's only been two years, um, but uh They've, they've raced by. I, I used to work before um, any of this started at Yelp, actually, um, as just a, a lowly sales rep. Um, and that was kind of where my sales career started. I, um, I liked the job. It gave me some really solid training. Um, but I hit a certain wall when I realized how much I don't like working in offices. <laughs> um, and I started to think, like, there must be a way to solve this because every aspect of my job that I do um, on a day-to-day -day basis, I could do from anywhere. Um, I just need an internet connection and a phone. Um, so I started thinking of how I could do that. Um, turned out Yelp wasn't the best fit to continue, to continue working that way. They weren't open to um, a remote uh, um, arrangement. So I looked into remote jobs and literally the first one I found was remote year. Um, saw that that was uh, obviously fully a remote position, but also that it was um, kind of um, evangelizing this whole remote uh, work movement. So um, got really excited, applied right away, got a call back in a few weeks. And then a few weeks after that, I was flying to Portugal and um, the rest is history. Traveled the world with them and eventually met Emmanuel in Portugal and uh, got, got connected to outside. Yeah, then Emmanuel started originally in Santa Cruz, so maybe you can touch on that too. How long ago did he start again with Outsight? Yeah, about three years. Um, I think his actual journey probably started a lot, um, a lot before that, but but um, Outsight itself, um, roughly three years. Um, and basically, uh, it started off um, with one simple house. I think it might have been the house he was living in at the time, and he sort of tested the concept of, you know, this is something that I want. Um, I want a place where I can get great work done, um, but also be near the ocean. He's a big surfer. A lot of people at Outside are big surfers. Um, and I want access to all of that while still being really productive in my job. So how can I create a space where that's possible? So we tested the concept. It was widely successful in Santa Cruz and then just scaled outward from there to, to um, the growth that we have now. Yeah, and let's talk about that growth. So how many properties globally do you guys have total now? I know the number's changing quickly. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Um, we have uh, 16 properties um, in 11 locations worldwide and basically um, uh, massive expansion pro, uh, plans for uh, 2019. We're probably looking at adding a location every you know, couple of months at least um, in Europe, in uh, North America and um, South America as well. Nice. And then what's seen out of your portfolio now that you guys have globally, which like what locations are probably the most booked? Um, so I'd say um, it, it varies a bit, but um, there are just some very popular U.S. cities that, um, you know, a lot of people need to be at for work, need to um, stay for either, either long term or short term. Um, I'd probably say that Venice Beach, specifically the Dell House, you're rarely going to see that one not booked, as well as um, our East Williamsburg House in New York City. Nice. I know, and I still have to meet Venice. It's right down the street, and I still haven't made it over there yet. I need to check it out. 
Yeah, absolutely. Do a showing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Awesome. Well, then, um, so, you know, do you personally, have you lived on, in any of the concepts or do you stay at them when you travel? I certainly stay at them when I travel. Um, I love the Santa Cruz location. That's the closest one to me here in the Bay Area, um, aside from San Francisco, obviously. Um, and I get there any chance, I go there any chance I get, um, just to be near the water, to kind of get rejuvenated, to experience something new. I also love the New York location, and I've been to the Lisbon one as well. Um, the houses themselves are pretty consistent across the different properties. Um, but of course, you're in this brand new, beautiful city, and you're surrounded by cool people. And then what's the average stay typically for the people? Because I know you guys, is it a three-night minimum? It's uh, three nights in some locations and two nights in others. Um, the average stay, um, I'd say probably around a couple of weeks. Um, but obviously, you know, we're open to... Um, people staying longer. Um, we have long-term stays available. We have this whole program we just launched called Vid Outside, where you can stay for three months, uh, get a special rate. Um, or obviously, you know, if people need to just stay for a few nights, that's fine with us as well. Awesome. And then what demographic, like, do you guys have business? Does it depend on the location? Is it, you know, like you said, digital nomads, but is it business professional, professionals? What's the age demographic, male, female? Yeah. Um, I'd say we're right around a 50-50 split in terms of male-female. Um, in terms of the average age, we just discovered it's 34. Okay. <laughs> um, but um, obviously, people from all ages use outside. Um, you know, I wouldn't want anybody to think that just because they're a little older, they can't use the platform as well or even a little younger. Um, in terms of like walks of life, um, spanning from your typical digital nomad careers like digital marketing and um, computer programming, but also things that you'd never expect to be able to practice, be able to do remotely, like running a brick and mortar business or a nonprofit. Um, I've seen basically everything <laughs> in terms of career types. Um, was that? Yeah, no, that was everything. Okay, no, that cool. was perfect, Josh. You, you nailed it. Oh, good job. <laughs> so uh, also, you know, because remote year comes up a lot, you know, especially mm -hmm. in the world of co-living, in the world of digital nomads, and this yeah. world that we live in, you know, everybody talks about remote year. Yeah. So what are some, or do you find people doing their own version of remote year, but with the outside properties where they're kind of jumping around? Yeah, absolutely. Um, to capitalize on that, and I mean, just to, to encourage that, um, we recently launched our uh, Outside Trips program, which is basically a way to build your own remote year or um, build your own travel program, basically, um, where you can uh, pick three locations. Um, and in a set period of time, you can bounce around to those different three locations. Um, and obviously, there's you know, going to be a bunch of other people doing it as well, but maybe in different orders as you. So it's a little bit more um, of a self-serve model. Um, but, uh, you know, we found that a lot of people do like to travel that way. I love that. No, and you're exactly right. So they want the flexibility and freedom to like jump around. Yeah. Um, I know remote year, because didn't it originally start like you committed to the entire year and didn't that get, and then they shortened it, right? Yeah, I just think as they grew, they just add, kept adding more um, options for people. So obviously, the, the Hallmark product is the, the year-long program, but, um, but also um, offer now offer, I think, three-month and uh, one-month programs. Cool. Yeah. No, I think the flexibility is key, and, and, and I yeah. love that Outside is offering, you know, a, a kind of a, their own version of that. Um, and then, yeah. let's see here. So... You know, what's your, again, you're like head of business development, so you're kind of, you know, really pivotal on the growth, the fast growth mm -hmm. outside. Like, what's your person, what are some of your favorite parts about co-living in general and just the, the industry? 
Yeah, um, I think it really comes down to the people. I know everyone says that, but um, really when you're in a business like this, you're, um, you're building community. You're not just building physical spaces. So, um, you know, it kind of pays off when I get to go to a location like Santa Cruz and just meet three new friends right off the bat uh, because people are so community-minded if they're gonna travel to a place like Outsite. Um, so I think my favorite part about the co-living space is that it's just fostering that. It's fostering great connections between people. Um, and yeah, that's probably the most rewarding aspect of my job. And I know you guys do, maybe talk about some of the events. I, got, I already know you guys host tons of events at the different yeah. properties. Um, what types of events do you guys host? Yeah, totally. Um, so we have kind of events that span locations. Like I, I run an event called Nomad Stories, which is a, a time for people living this lifestyle to kind of get together and chat about their experiences. Um, and we, we run that at multiple outside locations. You're also going to have um, kind of location specific types of events. Like I know um, Britt, our um, community manager in Santa Cruz, recently did a um, uh, escape weekend where everybody got um, got out and unplugged for a while and did a camping trip. Um, he also did a sustainability week. Um, our um, uh, community manager in Venice Beach runs like food tastings and cooking workshops and fun things like that like almost every night I want to say. Um, so it totally depends on that um, community manager's unique style and of course the city that they're in. Yeah, because some are probably more active. Well, I heard, actually, it's Christina at the Venice. Is she the one that does most of the Venice Beach? Okay. She yeah. does everything. Yeah. Okay. They, she, they said that she's like, yeah, that I need, I definitely need to meet her because, yeah, she does throw tons of events at the houses. Yeah. So I love yeah. that. And then do you guys, and you guys do, because I've been to some of your events, the San Diego, you guys had a San Diego launch party that was amazing. I was there. Um, mm -hmm. So you guys even invite outside people in, you know, to experience those events right it's not just strictly for or maybe it's event specific is it only for your members or can the outside people join in sometimes we do have the occasional event that we launch just for members but for the most part um, a lot of our events are just open to the general public and you know i'd say that's how the majority of people find out about outside is just you know lucking into going to an event uh, meeting some cool people seeing a property and realizing that they want to get involved I love that. I love that. Yeah. And then what, you know, I have two questions left. So one is, you know, again, you talked about, you know, you guys are looking at opening, you know, multi one property every two, so six next year, you think at least? Yeah, I'd say at least. Um, it really does depend on um, finding, we have a, we have somebody on our team as I think who you've met. Uh, whose full-time job it is to sort of source these properties and find ones that are perfect fit for, for what we do. Um, so we have a pretty high capacity for expanding. We just, we just um, are really particular about the houses that we um, choose to add to our network. So if we can find more than six next year, my guess is we'll probably launch more than six. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And let's talk about the houses themselves. So every property, you know, and everybody, obviously people can check out your website, yeah. but these are single family, like large single family homes with mm -hmm. multiple bedrooms. You guys typically look for like six, seven bedroom houses. Yeah, right around that size. Um, our most common room offering is a single room with a shared bathroom. But of course, just like any house, there's always a master bedroom with, a sh with its own bathroom. There's usually a shared room in every house as well. Um, and then we, we always look for something with a big common area that we can turn into a workspace as well as a, a kitchen that um, guests can use to cook. 
Awesome. Cool. And yeah, and I love that. And that, that really, yeah, that makes just kind of a unique, you know, it's not the multi-unit, you know, where everybody has yeah. different studios. Like this is actually like people are co-living under one roof. So yeah, uh, I love that model. And then, so my last question is like, where, Josh, where do you see co-living, you know, and you've been in this space for a couple of years now going in the yeah. future, just in general as an industry. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, for the most part, I would say, um, I see it getting larger and I see it being less of a, less of an exotic concept right now. Um, you know, we're seeing this whole concept of the digital nomad as this kind of enigma who gets to live this amazing life and travel to exotic countries. Um, I think we're going to start seeing more of that type of life happening, you know, right here in the United States um, with professionals wanting to just live in a more communal atmosphere and not feel so isolated from other uh, like-minded people. Awesome. And do you think, so do you think the short term, uh, leases or just the short-term stays like less of a commitment is going to be more commonplace too. like not signing year-long leases in one location yeah I think I think the lease is on its way out <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think you're right all my friends are using Airbnb yeah. now for everything yeah. like you know they'll just like they don't want to even sign any lease they're like yeah. oh, I'll just book an Airbnb for a couple months yeah, why would I? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, well, good stuff. Well, thank you so much, Josh. I'm so glad we finally got somebody. I know Emmanuel's so busy. So, you know, I was like, hey, any of you guys, like Josh, Brandon, Emmanuel, like we got to get at least one of you guys on the show because yeah. everybody always talks about outside. Um, I love what you guys are doing. You know, I, I've, you know, I think Emmanuel started his Santa Cruz. I think he was like putting it on Airbnb back in the day. Um, yeah. You know, as like a work live place. And I saw yeah. it on Airbnb. I mean, this is probably like six years ago. And I just thought, what a cool concept, you know? <laughs> and now it's a full-fledged business and you guys are out raising money and growing like crazy. And, and it's exciting to see for sure. So um, appreciate what you guys are doing. And uh, yeah, we'll have all your contact information on the show notes here. So if people want to check you guys out, stay at a location for a couple days. Uh, I know when we book when we book out, I'm always like, okay, you guys can stay at outside down the street in Venice Beach. <laughs> you know, <laughs> when we have friends come in town, you know, that where we can't house them. So uh, yeah. it's just a great partnership. You guys are always so available and helpful. And yeah, so thanks again for coming on. Thanks for having us. Okay, <laughs> bye. Bye.